Welcome to RVR's Life After Camp podcast. Learn about the camp and retreat ministries of RVR at rivervalleyranch.com. Enjoy. Yo, what's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? Uh, yeah, I just want to say I was back in the back of the room for like a good bit of the first part of this. You guys are like here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not just here. You guys are like screaming and jumping and like you're here and it's very exciting to be here with you. I'm so, you're welcome. Thank you. How do you know my, wow, he busted out the camp name. Um, yeah, this is a, this is a, do we still say lit? No, we don't say yes. It's Liddy. It's Liddy fam. Slay. I got, a, I got a very positive reaction from the girls in the room. The boys did not. I have an idea. I have an idea. This week, and this week alone, what if we come up with our own word for what whatever slay and lit mean? Not right now. Now is not the time. But I will take suggestions all week long. If you see me say, hey, I have an idea for a word that we could make up for how for something being lit or slay. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I said not now. Okay. Um, like, uh, like Aaron said, my name is Elijah. Uh, I used to work here. I met my wife here. That's her, Zoe. Um, this, uh, oh, and uh, she is holding our three-year-old, Manny. Um, he got all, at camp, he goes by Nux because he loves Nux. You know what I'm saying? So if you see him, he's around this weekend. Just hold your hand out like this, and he'll, he'll make it happen. Um, and then that's baby James, sweet baby James. Um, so they're here this weekend, and if you see them, uh, say hi. We have to see you. Uh, I think this is the only picture of the four of us. I, like, scoured my Google Photos. This was taken at Emily and Josh Parker's wedding um, that we attended in the fall. So uh, feel free if you see the four of us together this weekend, take a picture of us because we don't really have any of them. Uh, you have my permission to, to do that. Um, uh, so our theme this weekend, Come Alive, I'm very excited about this because it, um, to me, when, when they told me what the thing was going to be, um, and, you know, the first thing that popped in my mind is because this is one of my favorite uh, verses in Scripture. It's from Jesus. He says in John 10, 10, I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. All right. So there's a difference between being alive and, like, living, right? Are we, do we track with that, right? So to be alive, what does, it, what does it mean to be alive? Anybody? Shout it out. Breathing. What else? Blinking. Blinking, existing. I don't know what you're saying. Walking, thinking. Heart, heart beating, standing, standing, saying words, playing Roblox. No, 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 no. We're going in the wrong direction. Okay, so that's the idea of this weekend. That's the idea of this verse. When Jesus says, I have come that they may have life, you may be like, 
well, I'm already alive, right? That's not what he's talking about. And we're going to get into that weekend. Life and life abundantly. We're going to do that um, by, by using something that people much smarter than I have kind of come up with through looking at Scripture and seeing the whole story all together, something called the four-part gospel. Gospel. Who can tell me what that word means? What that word? I said that, right? Yeah, just shout it out. I don't care. The Bible. The Bible close. Hey, oh, who said it? Somebody over here said good news. Okay, this is a, you guys didn't think you were going to learn some uh, other languages this weekend, but surprise. That's a little Greek for you. You can go home this weekend. Your parents are like, hey, what did you learn? Like, I learned a lot of stuff about Jesus. I also learned a word in Greek. Who can pronounce? Anybody want to take a shot at pronouncing that? Go ahead, right here, this guy. Euangelion. Hey, that's not not too bad. I don't even know how to pronounce it. But when I press, you know, you like look up a word and then you press the little speaker next to it. That's what the computer said, and it sounded very close. Euangelion, whatever it means, good tidings or good news, and they've broken it up into four parts. All right, the first one being creation. Now, I need, I need, uh, I'm a very like visual person, so I'm gonna need a volunteer. Somebody come stand up here, me in the gray right there. Yeah, come on up. Right, nope, back there, right there. Yep, you, you, yep, uh huh, yep, come on down. Okay, creation. That is the first part of the story. You can just stand right over there. Thank you so much. What's your name? Brandy. Brandy, everybody say thank you, Brandy. Yeah. Brandy. Is going to be creation. Okay, the next part, I'm going to ask for a volunteer before I show you what it is. Uh, let's get a boy up here. Right here, you, right here. Come on up. You get to be the fall. Congratulations. What's your name? Alex. Alex. Everyone say thank you, Alex. All right, next is, ooh, redemption. Somebody from the back. Oh, I see. She's standing up. Yeah, get up. Oh, and she has a broken arm. You're welcome, and I'm sorry. What's your name? Graceland. Wait a second. I know you. Get over here, Graceland. Can I ask how you broke your arm? Uh, I was roller skating. Hey, you got to live your life. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid. Just get out there and do it. That's going to heal. That's awesome. All right. Redemption. This is another fancy word. Does anybody want to take a stab at saying what it is? Just shout it out. Redempting again. Redempting again. Redempting. <laughs> a second chance. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. Redemption. Surprise. Another Greek word. Um, <laughs> apo- okay. Let's all say. Hang on. Pause. 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 Let's all. Silence. Let's all say this together. Are you guys ready? Don't read the Greek. That doesn't make any sense. I put a little thingy under there. Okay. On your mark. Get set. Three, two, one. Apollosis. Okay, whatever. Um, It means a releasing effected by payment of ransom. Are there any leaders here who have their own, like, flesh and blood child here with them? You do? You do? Okay. What is your name? Megan. Hi, Megan. I'm Elijah. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And what is your daughter's name? Lua. 
Lua, it's very nice to meet Lua. Can you come over here for a second, please? You've been kidnapped, psych. I'm sorry, Lua, I just kidnapped you. How does it make you feel? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I am going to need you to give me something to get her back. Her sweater? You have candy? Can you give her your candy and then she can pay me the candy to get her daughter back? Hang on, you shouldn't have said that. You have a lot of candy in your cabinet? Listen, listen. Okay, Lu okay, Louis, you can go back. You've been unkidnapped. All right, this was the payment of the ransom, and Lua being returned to her mother was redemption. I'm just messing. I'm not going to keep this. I can't. I'm not a criminal. I'm no Jack Malice. You can just have it back. Okay. Brandy, who are you? Yes, Alex, who are you? Yes, who are you? Redemption. We need one more restoration. Somebody from the back. I need a boy. Give the boy right there. You're right there. Yes, yes. You slouched over in your chair. Come on down. Okay. What's your name? Everybody, this is Josh. Everybody say thank you, Josh. Okay, so all weekend long, we are going to look at one of these four parts of the four-part gospel, which are? There we go. Everybody say thank you to our friends. You guys can have a seat. Thank you so much. Hey, remember who you are, because I might call on you again uh, this weekend as we're going through, all right? All right. Now, what this is, is the story of humanity as told in the Bible. Starts at the beginning, and it goes to the end and, and beyond, that might be confusing. We'll get there, okay? So I understand this is a big S story, all right? Big S story, but we all have our own little S story, okay? What I mean by that is this. I don't know. This is middle school week, right? Come on. Come on. You got if you get our middle school, you got to be proud of your middle school. This is a middle school week. Come on now. Listen, I, I, I love middle schoolers. I do. That's who I work with. Back home. This is great. Do you guys want to hear, speaking of little less stories, would you guys like to hear a little less story about me when I was in middle school? Okay. Um, as all stories of one's youth, this is going to be, there, there will be a moral with this story. Because in my wisdom and in my years, I have learned, I have grown, I've matured. When I was younger, um, I would sag. Does anybody know what that means? So there's... There, there is a part of your pants that is intended to be worn 
in this region, I would wear them like down here and I would walk because I was cool and because of fashion. Listen, I never, I was, okay. I was homeschooled till I was in the eighth grade, but from eighth grade to my senior year, I never really got in trouble for like anything except for my pants. Like literally teachers were like, pull your pants up. I'm going to give you detention. The bus driver, this is when you know it's bad. My bus driver is like, I will write you a referral. I am sick of seeing what I'm seeing. Okay. So, um, so anyway, the story is I was in, uh, chorus class, uh, third or fourth period and with Miss Wolf. And most of the time we sat, but we were getting ready for a concert. Uh, is anybody in chorus? Anybody have like chorus choir? Okay. So when I say riser, you know what I mean? It's the thing is you stand and they like layer you, right? So, so we're like getting ready because we're all getting placed, whatever. And Right? I'm used to standing or walking like this to keep my pants up. Well, I'm up on the riser, and, f- and there's, you know, lots of other people around me. And Miss Wolf was like, um, I need the guys in the second row to scoot over a little bit. So I just went like this. And my shorts just went all the way to the floor. Now... Thank goodness for my social status and my life at large. Nobody caught it. I pulled my pants up, and I have not worn my pants that low from that day forward. I'm a changed man. Okay, thank you. I know. Thank you. I don't mean to brag, but I wear my pants generally where they're supposed to be worn. All right. So anyway, big ass story. This is like, wow, whole human history. It is very likely at some point this weekend, you are going to be tempted to zone out. Does anybody ever check out in class? Okay. Zero judgment for me. I totally understand it. Part of my job this weekend is to keep you guys engaged with embarrassing stories and the like. Okay. So that's what I'm going to try to do for you. But here's what I want you to do for me. Everybody look at me. You ready? This is what I need you to do for me. Every single one of you are living a little less story. Okay? Every one of you have a beginning. And I don't mean to, uh, what's called? Uh, Spoiler alert. That's what it is. Spoiler alert. You will have an end. Okay? Listen, listen. We don't need to go there. I'm sure it's 70 years off plus for all of you, but you will have an end. So my challenge for you this weekend is where are you in this story, right? Not not in the timeline of human history. From your beginning to, to the brokenness you experience in the world to the relationship you do or do not have with God, where are you? And my challenge for each one of of you and leaders, for us as well, is to find where are we in our little s story as it compares to the big s story, all right? So, like I said, big s story is the Bible. It is 66 books, 
It's a lot. We are going to go all the way back to the very beginning, to Genesis, to the creation story. The very first words of the Bible, which are the very first accounts of existence, it says this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The most important part of this, there's a lot that that people can and do and will get hung up on with this. The most important part of this is God, right? None of us were there. We don't know how it all happened. What matters is that God is the source that started with God. That begs the question, who is God? And I don't mean who have your parents told you God is. I don't mean who has your youth pastor told you who God is. I don't mean what has social media or cartoons or whatever Who is God really? What is he like? What is his character? So, in order to do that, we are going to go to the source of truth, into the Bible, to look and find out who God is. I got a list of verses here. We're going to look at them one at a time. This first one. It says, the Father who is God has life in himself. Ooh, yikes. I know, I just kicked it over. So he is the source of life. That's what we're talking about this weekend, right? Come alive. God is the source of life. Next, we have 1 John 4, 8. The one who does not love does not know God because God is... God is love. You guys, okay, just for a second. It's, it's not God is loving. He is the source and the definition of love, right? It is important that we understand that because it can be challenging sometimes. I have had this challenge, looking at God and being like, hang on a second, that doesn't seem loving. No, okay, to me, little piece of his brain, who's watched a lot of movies, that may not seem like love. But what we have to reframe in our minds is God is the source and, and, and the definer of what love is. So if he does it, it is love. It is loving because God is love. Next, 1 Corinthians 3.17, wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Oh, I like that. Do you guys want to say the glowy words with me? That'd be fun. All right. Are you guys ready? You guys ready for the next one? Okay. We're going to say the glowy word when we get to it. Okay. May God himself, the God of? Oh, you guys are so good. Sanctify you through and through. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Look at these guys. All right, next. You guys ready for a glowy word? 
These things I have spoken to you so that my may be in you and that your joy may be made full. John 15, 11. I just realized four of these come from the same guy. This is cool. This is a little side note. Um, when Jesus was on earth, his best friend was this guy, John. So like, if he's, if he's writing something about him, it's like he knows him pretty well. It's pretty cool. Anyway, that one's for free. All right, last one. You guys ready? Glowy word. You're not ready? Who's ready for a glowy word? All right, there we go. This is the message we have heard from him and announced to you that God is And in him, there is no darkness at all. Oh, look at this. We've got some friends up here. Okay. So, this is what scripture has to say about who God is. We filled in the blanks. There's plenty more. Like I said, and like you know, the Bible is like a huge book. There's plenty more. These were some really important ones I wanted to, to throw in there um, that I think are important to us to know. But this, when we say in the beginning God, this is the God that we're talking about. And he is the one who created everything. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came the first day. Then God said, let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky and evening passed and morning came the second day. Then God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so drowned, gr gr dry ground may appear. Let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed bearing plant and trees that grow seed bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed bearing fruits. And evening passed and morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth, and that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day, the smaller one to govern the night. Evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, let the water swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds and every kind. So God created great sea creatures. Then evening and passed and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind. Livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground and wild animals. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make man in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created humanity in his own image. In the image of God, he created them 
male and female. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky, the animals that scurry on the grounds. Then God said, look, I have given you every seed bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. I've given you every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the small animals that scurry on the ground, everything that has life. And that's what happened. Then God looked over all he had made and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the sixth day. This is the story of how God took nothingness and created a world, a world that was good. Within God, all that he is, in his light, in his love, in his joy, in his peace, in perfection, God placed this world that he had made. And people, us, you and me, humanity, was in this world as well. God was the source of all of this. He didn't have to go outside of himself to get any of this. He was the source of it, and it was safe within him. Can we say thank you to all of our stagehands for setting that up for us? All right, listen. The last part of this that is so important for us to understand is that this was the will of God. This is what he desired to do. Everything that took place within the world was what he wanted to happen. And that's the way the world existed for a time in perfection. No disease, no poverty, no racism, no cancer, no war, none of the ugliness that we see and experience in our world today. That's not what God wanted. In the creation story, and this is our takeaway for tonight, in the creation story, we see God's desire for humanity, for us, for people. One was relationship. And not just relationship, because like you have a relationship with every person you know, whether you like them or have a hard time with them. What God created them for was a perfect relationship. Man and woman to God, man and woman to each other, and man and woman to the natural world around them. That is what God made them for. No arguing, no fighting, no imbalance of power, no oppression, none of that. God created them for perfect relationship. Next, I know we went quick reading through Genesis chapter 1, so it might have been hard to catch. But next is that God, his desire for us is purpose in our life. He told them to be fruitful and to multiply, to fill the earth. Those healthy, strong, good relationships, he wanted to see more and more and more of that. That was their job. That's what he had given them to do. And he said, you're going to rule the earth. Take care of it. Take care of the rivers and the oceans and the trees and the animals. You're in charge. Treat them well. Take good care of it. They had a job. People, when God first made the world, were given responsibility. 
And those two things together, those healthy relationships, people to God, people to one another, people to the natural environment around them, and that purpose that God had given them to multiply those relationships, the beauty of that, to to make villages and towns and cities full of people who loved each other and related to each other in a healthy way, and to rule over the world, that gave them purpose. In doing those two things, they were living the abundant life that God had desired for them, that God created them for, really. So what's, what's the point? Why, why should you care? Maybe you are like, I don't care, and that's fine. But I want you to hear me out about this. Whenever you experience anything short of what we've just described, you need to know that that is not God's desire for you. When you experience brokenness in a relationship, boyfriend or girlfriend cheats on you or dumps you, and you feel that, that sadness, that hurt, that's not what God wants for you. When, when a friend has to move across the country and, and you guys don't get to spend time together and you feel that ache in your heart, you miss them. That's not what God wants for you. It's not what he intended for you from the beginning. When you're bored with life, <laughs> when you're like, why am I doing this? Why am I going to school and doing homework? And what is it all for? When you're laying in bed at night wondering, like, what, 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 what do I do next? What do I do tomorrow? What, what's the point of all of this? That's not what God wants for you. He's not trying to hide the purpose for your existence. He has something for you to be doing. And he wants you to be living in to that purpose. Sure, there are specificities. Am I saying that right? Older, smarter people than me, am I saying there are specificities? Thank you. Right? Like maybe, you know, somebody's supposed to go do this over here or somebody's supposed to go do this over here. Sure. But God wants you living into a very simple purpose that he made you for. Not, not wondering, filled with existential dread of like, what does it all mean? Right? That's not what he wants for you. And I don't know if this is anything you guys have ever dealt with. I know it's something I wrestled with. And, and we see you know, unfortunate statistics of people who are, who are faced with the challenge of like, why life? Why, why keep going? Why, why live another day? That's not what God wants for anybody. I need to find a better place for this water bottle. <laughs> so that's, that's not a bad idea. That's it for tonight. God is the source of life, and he is the source of abundant life. When you experience brokenness and hurt and heartache and hopelessness, God, God wants you to have nothing to do with those things. We're going to talk more. If you're feeling that way and you're living in that, we're going to talk more as the weekend goes on about how 
God wants to take you from where you're at into a place of purpose and abundant life. But we'll get there tomorrow. You guys did great. Thank you so much. Look at the person next to you and say, you're a great listener. <laughs> All right. Wait, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, now, come on. I'm going to pray. Oh, and you guys sat down so fast. What? You may go to bed. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everyone that is here tonight. God, we thank you um, for loving us and for having um, just the best of intentions for us. God, as we, as we go through this weekend, I pray our hearts, our minds, our souls would be open to, to hearing from you and from your word um, in a way that will transform us um, and, and help us live into the life that you've created for us to live, to really uh, come into uh, abundant life in you. We love you so much and pray these things in your name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Life After Camp episode. Discover all of the year-round adventures at RVR and find out how you can support our ministry at rivervalleyranch.com. Thanks.